Hello, hello, and welcome to Business of Design, you fabulous interior design professional. I am so happy you're here. I'm Kimberly Selden. I am looking at four bags of fabrics sitting on the floor and the funniest picture of our drapery workroom that is exploded with projects from us. So I tell you, that feels like a succinct snapshot of how the year has started. I am not complaining. I uh, Most days I'm super happy to be busy and productive, as I think you probably are as well, but sometimes I can't help it. I just dream of a little slower pace. Not today. And certainly not with today's topic. We are going to be speaking with Salima Mamdani, who runs a program called Fully Booked Designers, and we're going to talk about marketing content. You create the content, you do that with social media, blogs, television appearances, articles you're in in magazines, maybe even local newspapers, and then you push it out, ideally in order to entice your ideal client. Because let's face it, except for repeat and referral business, which I definitely rely on, most other clients find us through following our content, whether that's on Instagram or some podcast you've appeared on or a television show. And if you're anything like me, you may have tons of content, but just kind of forget or don't make time to push it out. Don't use it for marketing. So in a way, this is just a nudge to remind you that once you have that golden content, make sure you are putting it to its best use. I had a great conversation with Salim and I love her design intervention. Uh, as you know, that will come at the end of the show. But she said, you know, if you can't figure out how to make money while you're awake, you're not going to be able to figure out how to make money while you're asleep. And I love that because we meet so many designers who say, I want to grow passive income as if that's going to take any less work than non-passive income. In my experience, passive income is every bit as difficult to generate as any other type of income. Before we jump into the show, though, you know who I'm going to check in with, the fabulous Cheryl Horn. We're really glad you're here. Thank you. Cheryl, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I am great. We're still in Palm Springs. Uh, I have been uh, dog sitting my grand dogs, which has been a lot of fun. Raleigh had a couple things she had to do in the city. So uh, other than that, though, we've been, uh, I've had both of my kids in the same house for uh, the month of January, which is just, oh my gosh, so good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like I'm just sort of getting back to normal after the holidays. Um, you know, my my kids were homeschooling for the first couple of weeks after the holidays, so it sort of felt like we were still in holiday mode, you know, and uh, this week they're back, loving it, super happy, um, so I can f- sort of focus exclusively, you know, on, on work again, which is great because I don't want them in the background while we're doing BOD live on Wednesday. That, that would have been a bit of a struggle. I would have been hiding in my basement again while, uh, while we're doing BOD live and kids homeschooling upstairs. But um, hopefully uh, everyone can join us. So Wednesday, January 19th at 1 p.m. EST, we'll be doing our first BOD live of the year, which is exciting. Um, you know, I know it's only been a month since we've seen everyone face to face, but it's, I know we look, we look forward to it until our live events 
uh, are coming up. Totally, totally. And I think Janine and I will be together. I think she's, I'm not sure what we're going to do. She's going to come to Palm Springs or I'm going to go to Laguna. We'll figure it out, but I'm looking forward to it. And I know we mentioned last week as well, but um, we had quite a few inquiries kind of explaining or questioning the process for becoming a BOD boss. So can you just quickly run through that for people? Sure. So full details are on the website if you're wondering about um, fees and timelines and, and what's involved with that. Uh, the next group does launch on August first. The first meeting isn't until October, um, but we do a lot of homework. You have to fill out financials. This really is an involved process and you're sharing so much with your fellow boss members. So uh, we are starting to fill up already. So if you're interested, um, please fill out the application that's available to you right on the website. You are required to have completed the BOD 15-step project management strategy program. Um, The boss goes beyond membership. So we are not taking that time to reteach any of the content that's already available to you within membership. You know, some people are still implementing, but for the most part, our boss members have taken the programs and they're, you know, powering through to make sure that they've implemented it all. Or we've got our legacy members who have been with us uh, for a really long time and are looking to take their business to that next level compare financials, learn from one another's financials, and uh, really take their business to the next level and have the support and accountability of these boss groups. Yeah. And the momentum that comes from having a group behind you and a CFO behind you and our marketing finance and leadership talent which is all in the package of Cheryl and Janine. So it's good. It's great. In fact, and in April, I believe that Janine and I will be in Dallas with the uh, BOD boss group for their second meeting, which I'm really looking forward to. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, I'll see how far they've come since the first meeting. And uh, we have very high expectations for them. And I think they have that for themselves as well. So sign up for BOD boss. We'd love to have you. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a busy month for you guys. So they've planned their second meeting because it uh, is immediately before the BOD retreat because a lot of boss members are going to be doing both. So they'll be doing their second meeting and then joining us in Santa Monica on April 28th for the elite retreat. So that is also filling up. Details are on the website if you're interested. Members, of course, save $500 on their tickets. But um, if you check out the website and have any questions before signing up, please reach out to me and make sure you check out details on businessofdesign.com. Looking forward to it. In fact, next week, I'll be going to three or four homes uh, to tour them uh, to make some selections of the homes we're going to get private tours of. To me, that's like, that's such a highlight of the trip. It's almost as good as just hanging out with each other and letting our hair down and telling the truth, getting real. Yeah. Well, it's fun for me. You and you and Janine are the ones on the ground that do all the planning for these. So, you know, I, I talk to the members and I, I do the, the ticket side and the registration side of everything, but the home tours, things like that, I get to see for the first time uh, with the attendees, which is really fun. So good. All right. I can't wait to see you face to face, by the way, not too much longer now. I know it's been a while, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. Stay well. Bye. Welcome to the Business of Design podcast with Kimberly Selden. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. We have the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to consistently satisfy clients, increase profitability, and run your projects like a boss. Unlike traditional coaching, BOD is a fast track to immediate results. Don't try to do this alone. 
Join today and you'll have access to hundreds of targeted training modules, plus member perks like BOD Live events, member-only podcasts, preferred pricing, and the support of an engaged community of peers. We all know design matters. At Business of Design, we think designers matter too. Hey, Salima, how are you? I am good. Thank you, Kimberly. How are you? Terrific. So I, we have met, I think, through probably through Marla Baker. We must have. I, I feel like I've met you. Of course, like seeing you on CityLine all these years, I feel like I know you and listening to your podcast, but I think we have actually met in person. Isn't that nice? Okay, good. So you are in Toronto, so we have that in common. And yes. you work closely with interior design professionals, so we have that in common. And uh, I, of course, am an interior design professional, so I'm curious to talk to you today about what are the things that we're going to do in 2022 to make sure we are really hitting our target in terms of attracting the right clients, the right clients and the right number of clients. Exactly. And so I am delighted to be talking about my favorite topic, uh, the behemoth content, right? We're going to get intentional about our business, as we always do. And then somewhere along March and April, our intentions and plans fall apart. So today, I think we're going to be talking about how to actually create a plan and stick to it. A plan so that for we content, can, like, you know, a, an editorial calendar, we used to call it in the magazine world. Exactly. Exactly that. Where do we start? Well, I think, first of all, we start with why content marketing, right? Um, the kind of feedback I get a lot from designers is like, I don't know what to post. And is this going to work? Or so-and-so told me that, you know, this new thing is the place I want to be focusing on or nobody's getting clients from social media or nobody email marketing is dead. So the thing is, these are, for the most part, fears, fear of the unknown. You don't want to spend your time working on something that you're not 100% sure it's going to deliver the results. And more importantly, you've got other things to do. So you don't want to spend your time wasting on things that may not work. And probably we have some experience in the past having done exactly that, right? Spending a lot mm-hmm. of time creating content that didn't get us anywhere. And when you say content marketing, I immediate, it took me a minute to catch up with you. So to me, I think that like you mean posting on social media. That's one of the ways. I mean, oh. that's definitely one of the ways. But the content is your blogs, is your emails, it's your podcast. If you're on TV, that's your content. But... It's one thing to actually sit down and create that said content, and that could be written or video or audio, but then there's the marketing part of it, right? Just like a website, you're going to spend so much time building. That's also an important piece of your content. It's in fact, a, a, a really important and integral part of your content, but then you need to market it, right? So it's the same thing when you're writing a blog post or you're sending out an e-newsletter or if you're posting on social media, what's, how are people going to find you? Right. How, are gonna people, how are people going to find that piece of content do so that they can people, follow you? Do you find people can be easily divided into two categories? And the two categories that occur to me right now are those who generate a lot of content, which would be me. I have a ton of content. I mean, yeah. just 
masses of content, uh, but I don't market it. I do it because I love to create it. And then for me, it's done. It's over. And then there's the other camp that is just really good at pushing out. And sometimes they don't have depth to their content. Is that fair to say? It is. And actually, there's one more camp, which is I'm not going to do any of this because this makes me bonkers. All right. Like I, I'm a designer. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a marketer. I get this a lot from my clients. Like Seema, it's so easy for you to come up with content, but it's easy because we've got a framework and we follow that process. And it's just like designing, right? Like it's so easy for you to put this room together because you've studied it. So the first thing we have to do is, I guess it's going to, you're going to tell us is be intentional. So it's mindset, mindset. Am I going to put myself out this year, put myself out there this year in a way that is strategic and focused? So I achieve a goal. And it, in our case, we're going to talk about the goal of attaining more clients or attaining better clients. Both, both. So marketing, uh, is a numbers game, right? The more leads you get, the more discovery calls or, you know, the right fit calls, whatever you call them, will you will get. The more right fit calls you get, the more consultations you're going to book. The more consultations you book, the more clients you get. So you can reverse engineer that entire process and say, I want to get two new clients this month or five new clients. So, okay, how many discovery calls do I need to be on to get to that number? Let Actually, how many consults? What's my closing rate at a consultation? Um, maybe it's one for two, right? Every two consultations I go to, I come back with a signed contract. Great. So now you need to have four consultations to get two clients. Easy, right? So in order to get four consultations, how many phone calls do I need to attend? And then... How many people need to actually see my content? Because people are not just going to wake up one day and Google a designer. They need to get to know you. They need to get to understand your style, get to like your style, and then take the necessary step of booking the call. So that's your leads. But isn't there a danger um, in just going for big numbers instead of even being strategic about who you approach. Like I could approach a million people, but if they're not my ideal market, I'm not actually going to generate the leads I'm looking for. How do you figure out that balance? There is a danger in getting a lot of eyeballs on it. And then you're going to get inundated with the wrong type of clients, the tire kickers, the people who don't have the budget, the people who don't understand or don't have the same values as you. So this is where you're understanding who your ideal clients are. Really, it's really important. What's your strategy? What's your signature service or your signature style? And so that just actually brings me to the first thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of when you're getting intentional about your business and who you want to bring in this year, Get intentional about the clients as well, the client profile. Marketers tend to use this word called your ICA, ideal client avatar. It's not just, you know, where they live and what kind of cars they drive and what, you know, demographic they are, but also their values. And do you want to be working with this person for a year or two years, right? Who are you for and who you're not for? And that really helps. Then you understand, okay, 
So this is my ideal client. You can um, do some audit of your work so far. Where did you find these clients in the past? Where did they come from? How did they hear about you? Was it all through referrals? Or was it through your social media? Or was it through your television appearance? Or was it from reading an article? Or was it from this, you know, guest podcast or an interview you did? It's funny because two of the guests in the new year back to back have mentioned that in order to propel yourself forward, you need to stop and do an audit and take a look back. And there are a couple things you said, for example, obtaining your ideal client, figuring out who your ideal client is. That's in the, in the wheelhouse of business of design. We help with that. Um, so let's assume for the sake of this conversation that the listeners do know who their ideal client is and they're ready to rock and roll and terms of generating that editorial calendar you talked about. Yeah. So then the next thing you also want to talk about or want to understand is what is your client's journey? Interior design project, no matter what the scale is, people don't generally kind of wake up one day and go see you online or somewhere and say, go, oh, I need to hire her today. It's a long process, right? may take a couple of weeks, may take a couple of months for someone, and sometimes a couple of years. That's what happened to us. We just recently, I want to say we completed our bathroom renovation, but you know how things are right now. It's not complete. It took us years to even start that project, right? So people need some time to think about it. And so as a business owner, you need to find out How does the client first become aware of you? Where did they first hear about you? Is it through house? Is it through TV or magazines? Or is it through social media? Or a friend referred them? Then you want to do a little bit of digging. Okay, what's the next step that they took before they booked a call? Did they go to my website? Or did they go, you know, into other social media profiles? Or did they read some something else about me? I know down to the the level of details because of today's software where people watch my webinar and then those who abandon it halfway through, what type of Google search they're doing about me before they book the call. So you can actually get that level of detail if you wanna be really scientific about it, but you can ask some of your favorite clients, hey, can you recall like how did we meet? Who told you about me? And then what did you do? And then what happened? Oh, yeah. In our office, uh, we do that as part of the initial intake call. Uh, So if you're a business of design member, you already have that process and it's critically, critically important. We get a ton of information on that first call while it's still fresh in the client's mind. It, It is important to take a few seconds with your clients, past, current, so that you can kind of project into the future where your next client is going to come from. And then what happens is, so somebody referred you a friend as as a designer, right? That person is not going to just jump into a call with you. They're going to go to your website and they're going to reverse track and they might go to your social media after they've been to your website. So that's why all of these pathways need to connect social media, somehow connected to your website. You want to bring traffic to your website from your website. You want them to book that call or download an investment guide. And then from there, book a call so that you can engage in a conversation with them. And the faster you bring yourself to where they are, right, the faster you're going to see results. Exactly. 
the step two of your audit is, do I have content that answers the questions that they're looking for? When people are going to my website, what impression am I making? Am I giving them, you know, the information that they need? Um, first of all, like, so if somebody has never heard of you before and they're just aimlessly scrolling on social media and they come across your profile, in the back of their mind, they might be looking for, you know, trends on, in a bathroom design, for example. They're just doing very general search and they keep seeing posts from you and you're an, you know, NKBA award-winning designer and it's like always posting something about a trend or about, you know, things you love about the industry, the things that you cannot stand about the industry these days. And all of these things are like, I can't, you know, flip a page without seeing Kimberly all over my social media feed. Who is she? So now they're going to go into your bio. They're going to click on that link of the website and they come to your, your website. Now they're going to go a little bit deeper in their search. So chances are when someone is going through your website, they're, they're mentally looking to answer some bigger questions. How much does a kitchen reno cost? What are different stages of it? You know, how, what are things to watch out for? So that's where maybe if you have a blog or you have a podcast um, link, so that now they're getting the answers to those questions. You hear my mother-in-law giggling in the background, Selena. Sorry. <laughs> she is so cute. That's hilarious. Oh my God. She's 86 years old. We brought her to Palm Springs for the month and uh, she's adorable, but now she's cleaning the house. I'm like, go outside, oh. sit by the pool. No, she's cleaning the house. Yeah. Yeah. That's what my mom would do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right. No, no not at all. Talking about really important stuff and that was goofy. No. I, I love the goofy. I just didn't know whether I should pause or what not. So it's like, I don't know. No, it totally can happen. I'll tell you my, one of my first, first, um, online interviews, that was like a live interview happened March, 2020. And we were all new at this stuff. And the person who was interviewing me, um, was on Facebook live, it's broadcasted. And in the middle of it, her daughter comes and it's like, she's tapping on her and we're like talking and she's tapping on her and she's crying away because her older sister bugged her. And meanwhile, Lisa's like red face. She's like, what should I do? Should I just like stand here? Like, and I'm answering. So then she was smart enough to just make the screen, like the speaker screen. I just kept talking and talking talking until she settled her daughter down hilarious oh my gosh uh, yeah. we always talk about that now we're not quite out of that yet maybe someday no I don't know, I think this is just normal now yeah yeah and what you're talking about it's not this is not brand new to everybody we kind of all know that but what you said off the top of the show is so true we start out with these really good intentions and then somewhere along the line we just lose our focus so then how do we create the focus we need if we are going to see this strategy through the entire year? Yeah. It's one thing to be intentional. It's another to actually put a plan together to get your plan together. Okay. <laughs> you got a plan to plan. And so it, you can gamify this, right? You can make this into like, okay, this is my goal for every month. I'm not trying to like climb this mountain of having the most perfect, edited, you know, everything sings from my social media uh, thing. I just am going to get intentional and I'm going to post content 
three times a week, five times a week, seven times a week. Um, I'm going to do an audit of my website and make sure that the, the, the types of questions my clients are looking for are answered there and that I actually project the same image as I do in my work. My website reflects that. So you're just creating small bite-sized goals that when you complete that, you give yourself a little pat on the back. You give yourself like a high five and go, okay, I did that. And next and next. So that's where the results come in. That's where the distinctions come in. And then you can go and conquer the, the climb at, you know, the big Everest of content marketing, if you so please. There's a planner that I'm happy to share with your, um, with your audience as well, that they can you know, start working with. Oh, and thank you for that, by the way. Uh, it's a quarterly marketing and content planner, and you can get that for free. Thank you, Salima, at businessofdesign.com, as well as more information about Salima and how she works with clients to help motivate them to achieve better results with content marketing. And do you also, I know you mentioned when people post, you know, two times a week, three times a week, five times a week, or seven times a week, isn't there one number that makes more sense than the others? Like seven days a week, I can't imagine relevant, concise, detailed content seven days a week for the rest of my life. That, that would be a huge time burden. It's actually not. And I'm going to walk you through that formula. I do recommend, and I recommend this primarily because of the results our clients are getting inside the program. Like we started to see huge upticks. If you f- go back to some interviews that I've done, like maybe three, four years ago, I was like, I don't know anybody who's finding clients on Instagram. And then last couple of years, Instagram is delivering leads upon leads upon leads to our clients who are using this content development process. So And I think this is also covered in the planner that we have uh, provided to your listeners. You want to start with a theme. I'm just going to make it super easy. This is one way of doing content. It's not maybe everyone's way of doing content, but this works if you've been in business for a while and you've got client stories and client case studies and, you know, before and after photos to share. And it also works if you're just starting out because it really gets you focused on on the task of creating content for that month. So what I recommend is just like in magazines and you know in uh, even in TV production, they have editorial meetings, right? What are we going to talk about in this edition of and there's usually a theme. So use that same skill ideate, create a theme for this month. So this month in our program, we're talking about it's January. It's a lot of resolutions and people want to get into fitness. So decorating and designing home gyms and wellness centers and hey, Peloton is a huge, you know, rage right now. People are buying these expensive machines. Peloton killed me big. This is crazy. <laughs> there that you go. An insane way to start the year. How did that happen? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So definitely grab a theme because it, it does make it easy to, easier to generate content around that theme. Yes. So, and that's exactly what a magazine would be doing, right? So, what is your what are your clients' new New Year's resolutions? All around health, fitness. So it could be around creating home gyms. 
So I want you to think about a theme and then generate your anchor content. Now, your anchor content is something similar to a blog piece, which is usually like 500 words or maybe a 750 words or a podcast, right? Like it's a meaty pro, uh, piece of content. So that's your anchor content. And then you're going to splinter that into six or eight, sometimes 12 pieces of content coming out from there. It could be a quote from that blog. It could be a statistic about, you know, 94% of people don't keep their resolution of fitness. Well, let us, you know, and then the caption is, let us help you design a beautiful room for that Peloton so you can keep your resolution. So it could be a stat. It could be, you know, the three headlines or the three tips you're giving away. See how easy that was like one content theme, one meaty piece of content. So you can even hire someone to write a piece of blog for you every month. You can turn that blog into a full-on video, it can, you can turn it into a, a lead magnet that, or a, P, a PDF that you send out to your email list. So you're recycling that same piece of content and then you're splintering it into small pieces and posting it on your social media. I like that. I like that a lot. And I think of all the spaces that I ignore in the projects we do. I've never once done a home gym, but we've got one coming up. So maybe I will photograph that. There you go. And so you could even have things like if, you've, if you're showcasing uh, a past client success story, a project, you can, you can also put that whole theme around. Now that you've completed this home gym, you can use it as a focus content. And one of the pieces of content you're going to share is that amazing testimony that you got, the feedback, right? This is what our client's reaction was. And, you know, stay tuned to see if they lost 50 pounds as they hoped to. So have fun with it. So now one theme, one anchor project, six or 12 different pieces of content. That's, you know, half of your month done. You can also use the same piece of content that you splintered it, but then you repurpose it. So let's say it was a a written post with three tips. Now you can turn that into an, a video or a reel and it just looks different and you're going to show it two weeks later, but the same, you know, quote unquote content is there. Yeah. So then this whole content generating beast doesn't sound so beastly. And at the end of all of these posts, your goal is to elicit some sort of an action from your reader, from your viewer. So go to my website to learn more. Go to my website to download the full guide. Go to my website to see this entire project come to life, you know, or DM me for more information or book a call for more information. That makes a lot of sense to me. So it sounds like we have to decide, are we really, are we in this game or are we not in this game? First of all, because there's kind of no halfway point. I'm like a half halfway point person, which means I'm, I'm not really in the social media game at all. So either you're in or you're out. If you're in, it's worth being clear and intentional and having a strategy. Exactly. So let's say if you're a designer and you happen to show up on City Line every Thursday, surprise, surprise, and you share that episode. And so now you can 
offer the source guide for this beautiful outdoor room that you did in exchange for an email. So you're collecting an email list. People who are going to raise their hands to get this source guide are most likely interested in getting their backyard done, right? Right. If I'm thinking about a bedroom makeover, I'm not going to download a source guide for outdoor furniture. Right. So that's how you put that whole strategy behind it. You're bringing people to your website with purpose to either encourage them to book a call or to encourage them to download an investment guide. So same thing you can do on a podcast or a blog or, you know, if you show up on the local magazines or local publications, you want them to go to the next step. You want to give your marketing legs also take advantage of it and then make sure you do the ask. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which many, many designers forget to do. Right. Yeah. We're good at that. Here's amazing content. Yay. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm over it. I'm over it before I'm it's even the published. Next project. I can't even breathe. Like, let alone, it's been such a crazy couple of years. I don't think, I don't know what I've done online in the last couple of yeah. years. I don't know what I've done to market my interior design business in the last couple of years, except for, you know, as you say, go on city line. So it's really good advice. Most of us should be thinking about marketing content in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and no matter what it is, if we're going to give our valuable time to creating that content, we want it to be successful. So it pays, it makes sense to have a strategy and just to come up with a plan that works, right? If you're listening and this is your priority this year, how can they reach you, Salima? Fullybookeddesigner.com. Love it. Thank you. You know, we like to end every episode with design intervention. Just a great piece of advice. It doesn't have to be related to marketing. Well, this is one um, phrase that I heard from a friend, a colleague who's also a, a coach. And that is, if you can, so let me give you the back, uh, the, the background a little bit. There's a lot of noise and there's a lot of desire to have passive income from people. Like, I don't know if you hear that from. Uh, yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> As if it's just like, oh yeah. And I'm just going to flip the switch and now passive. Yeah. Passive making money while I sleep. Could and like, easier. you know, Salima, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm offering e-design services and I want right. to work with people who are rich and busy. They just give me the key. So this is, this is the background to this advice that uh, my friend gave, which is if you can't figure out how to make money while you're awake, you're not going to learn how to make money <laughs> while you're asleep. <laughs> oh my God. Right? So good. That is right? so true. Yeah. There's no magic shortcut. There's no, there's, there's no, no magic bullet. Here, there is no free lunch. I mean, we all have to, uh, we all have to get really strategic about how we want to work. And there isn't, I mean, if there was a shortcut, I'm sure we you know, some of us would have figured it out and shut down the doors for the rest of them to come in, but there isn't. So even in a, in a very passive um, marketing campaign, there's a lot of steps that go into it. So you just have to get, you know, clear on how do you want to be making money? Mm -hmm. And yeah. to me, I've been in business now since 2008. Great timing to start a biz. Wow. Um, yeah. I learned the hard way of how to make money while I was wide awake. And to me, business is an active sport. It's not a spectator sport, right? You can't just like hire a team and they're just going to make you money. You really have to 
understand the processes and give it the attention that it deserves. Otherwise, we all could be working for somebody else. Yes. And we don't want to do that. We just don't want to do that. Thank you so much. It was great to see you today. I uh, really appreciated the conversation and you've, you've once again, I think, "Mm, I think I need to revisit this and get a little bit more mindful about my marketing strategy. There you go. You're most welcome. And thank you for having me. I really, really enjoyed the conversation and also seeing your mother-in-law in in the background. (laughs) If I'm very quiet, the whole house is cleaned before we're done. (laughs) Oh, get her to the pool. Get her to the pool. It's so cold here. I am envious that you can actually sit beside a pool. see outside behind me? I don't know if you can see outside. Stop. No, just move back and block that view. Okay, there we go. There we go. (laughs) I don't even want to think about it. Well, that's okay. Spring is coming. It's a couple months away and then, you know, life will be good. Thank you for being part of the Business of Design community and supporting BOD's mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. It's time for you to take the next step and join Business of Design. Like thousands of design professionals in 50 countries around the world, you'll find the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to dramatically improve your business and transform your life. What are you waiting for? Start today.